they're not at that stage of like, ooh, I want the boy to ask me out. But they are in a way. So I wasn't going to go originally. I was just like, nah, I had a baby shower to go to, which I didn't end up going to. But I was like, all right, I'm going to slide through because I didn't realize a lot of my kids went. And so being able to see your students in like a outer experience, out of the classroom experience is always fun because it's like, you know, like they're human beings. Like, yes, they're students, but they're humans. You know, and it's like they have feelings, they enjoy music, they like to dance, they, you know, you get to see more of their personality come out. So it was definitely fun going to the dance and I'm glad I went. Um, also, like, I'm getting old as fuck, y'all. Like, some of the songs they were requiring, requesting, requiring, were songs I didn't know and I've never been in that space where I didn't know a song. When I tell you I hopped on Google and I was like, putting the the phone to the speaker because I was like what song is this and it was like tiktok songs and y'all know I'm on tiktok so I was like why am I not in on a loop here I don't know maybe our algorithms are different but it was a cute little vibe fast forward to me not going to the baby shower so I got all dolled up I had like a cute little blazer and stuff I didn't get a picture by myself um I got a picture with kids and I don't you know what I mean? See if I could just throw an emoji over their face or whatever. But I got, you know, I got cute because I'm thinking like, oh, I'm going to go to the dance and then I'm going to go to this baby shower. And I have, I'm a firm believer. I was raised that when you go somewhere, whether you're like going to somebody's house for dinner, uh, I don't know. You like when you're invited somewhere, you always come with something in hand. Prime example, I went to my friend's house for Thanksgiving. I came in there with some champagne. I had, you you bring something. So I struggled with the fact that like, I don't have nothing to bring because it's not the 15th. And I don't know about how y'all checks are set up, but the way my checks are set up, I need, you know what I mean? We make it just to pay that. You hear me? Keep in mind gas. I don't know about y'all, but gas in my car has kind of been given water it hasn't been lasting as long as it used to. So I've been putting like 15 here, 10 here, 20 there. And it's been running, you know, we've been running through it. So, and eggs is like half a million dollars. Y'all know, y'all know, y'all are not slow. So I didn't want to go like empty handed or whatever. But a couple of my other coworkers was like, oh, we're going to go. Oh, instead of going to the school dance, we're going to just go to the baby shower or whatever. And so in my mind, I was originally not gonna go to the dance and I was gonna go to the baby shower but then I was like I'll pull up see the kids um and also it was just like what two I think it was like two or three hours so I was like I can give them two to three hours and realized I was just like hey I don't know about this I'm empty-handed I'm going with literally just vibes and I don't know if I'm gonna feel comfortable I don't want to be that person to not bring anything and especially I'm coming after it started so it's not like I got there when it started and it's like you know we're keeping it cute okay like I whatever so then I'm with my friend and she I'm like oh we could just ride together whatever so she's like all right cool she was also at the school dance she's also um, a teacher and at my um on our campus and so I was like all right cool whatever so she gets to putting in the address and I've told y'all this before Houston everything is far out do you hear me it is far like you going somewhere that is 10 15 minutes is like down the street here because everything's so stretched out 
So she put it in from the school and it said 39 minutes, huh? 39 minutes is so long. I'm not finna argue with nobody. Keep in mind, let me give y'all the breakdown. It would have been 39 minutes from where we were to go to said location. I would have to come back from said location to drop my friend off. And then from my friend's house, I would have to go take myself to the crib. I'm not trying to do that math. 38 times three, y'all figure it out. It's, it's, you know, 30 plus 30 is an hour. So we already over an hour and some change just in commuting. And I just said gas is what? Water and it's expensive. And I literally just put a dub in my tank. So I was like, hey, I'm not really trying to, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to waste, ah, not waste, that's fucked up. <laughs> it's not wasting, but I didn't want to like use up my 20 on gas in one day. Like I literally just put 20 in the tank. So then I was like, damn, okay. Like we're sitting there contemplating, like trying to figure out like, should we go? Should we not? Oh, like what? And I realized that I think in that moment, right, one of my other friends who also kind of was like, oh, I'll, I'll pull up, I'll pull by. Because we're thinking, you know, it's going to be like, what, 10, 15 from where we're at. And so we're not thinking it's that far. And I think I'm in this de- in this space or day and age for myself where I need to evaluate what I'm giving time to, <laughs> gas to, and energy to. Right. And I mean, I I like we've had these conversations where we spoke about this before, but I think the older you get, the more you have to realize you don't have to go to everything for someone to know that you appreciate them, you care or you give a fuck about them. You know what I mean? I think it's very immature for. Before I get into that, needless to say, we didn't go. Okay, dropped my friend off at her house and I went the hell home here. But. I feel like younger me felt like, oh, I got to go to everything my friend uh, throws, every party, every baby shower, every celebration, because I don't want them to think like I don't, I don't rock with them. I don't fuck with them. I don't, you know, support them or X, Y, and Z. Right. And I think the older I get, the more I've learned is it's not always about being there in those moments of celebration. Right. It's about, hey, like, yes, it would have been lovely for you to be there. But it's also great that you have supported me outside of those spaces that are strictly meant for uplifting, supporting and really zoomed in on the the beauty. And in this instant, the, the birth of a child. Right. And I would hope. Right. This person doesn't feel no type of way that I didn't show or things like that context as well like I plan on like you know getting things for this person like off their registry like it's not like oh I didn't show up and I'm not gonna get you nothing right like I plan on showing up I plan on showing up as in getting you things that you need for the baby I also want to decorate I'm gonna help like you know decorate and make them feel special at work like there's things that I'm doing right and so even though you are not able to make it Right. Or even though you're not in the space to be in, uh, I don't know, in a party or a baby shower or, you know, you're like, hey, time's are hard. I just put, you know, $20 in the gas tank and I need it for Monday to get to work. You know what I mean? Like I need to, like this gas to stretch <laughs> till I get paid. And I know that sounds silly, but that's where we are. Right. Like I'm too. I'm personally I'm grown. I'm grown as hell and I'm too old. 
And I think it was so weird to me because I am constantly like, oh, I got to show up for people. I got to like, I'm so I wouldn't say, well, I could say it about myself. I'd be pressed. Right. Like I am very much. So if I told somebody I'm going to come, I get very like mad at myself if I don't come, you know. Um, but I'm when I tell y'all the 39 minutes blew me, <laughs> I was like, uh, what? No, you're lying. Let me and I looked it up myself and me and my friend are like, all right, how far is it from your house? And realistic. Yeah. Realistically, like it would have just been a lot of back. It just was a hot mess express. And so I say all that to say, if you find yourself in a space where somebody invites you somewhere or, you know, they got a celebration going on or whatever the case may be. Don't feel like you got to bend backwards, do a lot of twists and turns to make it there, right? I think the older we get, the more we realize life is going fucking life. Do you hear me? And that may be something where it's like, hey, I'm trying to stretch, you know, this gas tank. That may be like, hey, mentally, I kind of, my social battery is kind of like on 10% and I need to recharge. Like it may look like different things. My reason in saying it doesn't matter what your quote unquote excuse is. It's your reason and it's valid enough. So I say that to say, cause I was literally in that predicament. When I tell you, I was so gun-ho, I was like, oh, I'm gonna go. And somebody had to talk, like people had to talk me into going cause I don't, and y'all please comment down below. Have you, were you raised to just like, oh, you just go and bring vibes? My mom was very big on, you don't go nowhere without nothing. Like you don't go to no party and not offer like, and my mom used to be like, offer something like utensils plates you know soda you know appetizers chips or you go with something a gift a gift card a car you know what I mean like something and the fact that I had nothing and usually I feel like I have well I'm not really a gift card person I don't have like gift cards on deck like that but um you know I just know that I show up for people and I don't need a like scheduled event to show up for somebody and so if you are the same, do not feel bad, honey. You, as long as you do you, right? And you show up for those people eventually. It don't got to be like a calculated, oh, I got to show up for this person on the 11th at 2 o'clock. Right? Now, I will say, because I know somebody going to take it to the what? To the hoop. <laughs> and take it too far. I will say that is also very circumstantial, right? It depends on the circumstance and the situation. But I would say in this situation, this is not my significant other. This is not a family member. You know, like there's so many layers to it, right? So I'm, you know, I think in this instance, when it's a friend, a work friend or whatever, like there's some there's some nuances there that we have to like um, look into and be like, and be for real about, you know? Um, so yeah, that's what I did on this Saturday. I also uh, was able to... I am tutoring my kids. So as I mentioned before, third grade is like a star tested grade. If you're from Mass, it's like the version of Texas version of MCAS. So we're really just trying to gear up kids and get them ready to take the math um, star and pump them up and, and do different things. And when I say I'm working like a dog day and night, drinking from a coffee pot that of these niggas want to touch and when i say a coffee pot i mean i'm giving you 
uh, multiplication songs. You hear me? Like rap songs or whatever. I'm giving you extra packets to take home to get practice. I'm doing tutorials after school, an hour, an hour and 30 minutes after school, might I add, Monday through Thursday. I'm doing Saturday tutorials. I'm waking up at 5.30 because, you know, I take long to get ready and stuff. And I'm working from 7.30 to 11.30 on Saturdays to make sure that you do better. So I'm working like a dog. You hear me? And I'm doing my part. So today was our first day of having Saturday tutorials. And I don't know about y'all, but I used to go to school on Saturday. And I think it was called Saturday Academy. Like you would go. And it wasn't like necessarily like, oh, you're failing. It's like, nah, if you wanted extra help. And we had his, we had one for math, ELA. I want to say hit the, like the stems. We didn't have one for science, I don't think. Potentially, I think I did go start going for chemistry, um, but it was like that extra like office hours. Right. And so I find that for myself, I just worked so much better in a smaller setting. Like, I don't think it was more than like 12 kids in our groups when we went. And so it was similar. And today, a lot of kids um, didn't show that were supposed to show. But we had some kids that showed up that didn't sign that weren't signed up for it but I guess they figured oh they're in tutorials during the week so like whatever and one of the kids had told me and I'm trying my best my eyes are watering not because I'm sad I don't know why um but one of my students well two of my students who I personally teach like during the week told me they were like hey Miss Corette like I I was dreading Saturday tutorials i'm not gonna lie because it was i mean it's my saturday and i'm looking at them like shitting me we we on the same wavelength where is this going please uplift me don't bring me down and they said how they were like so scared that it was going to be boring and whack and they went on to say like actually no i felt like this was really productive and good like i think I get, i'm getting the help i really need now i feel like i understand it a little better and things like that and i think for me as an educator for a kiddo to say that unprovoked like i didn't ask them or anything they like just like upright you know told me it feels good and it feels like this is this is what i do it for do you know what i mean like i'm doing i'm doing the things i'm putting in extra time um you know adding in extra support thinking about ways that I could support my kids and get them to the next level right academically but it's so reassuring and it's so it's like it it's paying off do you know what I mean now it's it's not fully paid because we're gonna wait for them star scores come on fingers crossed but it's like okay I'm doing this for something and not like oh I'm doing this for like you know just for the sake of doing it now, is your girl getting paid, you know, extra? Yeah. Is it a million dollars? No. But I think it'll make class a lot better because kids are going to understand what the hell we're talking about. Do you hear me? Because sometimes they just, it's like I'm, I'm, I'm throwing the ball and they're with the glove in the, in the ball. They watch it go over their head and don't say nothing. They just, well... And sometimes it feels like that. As a teacher, it's like hard to like not take that personal. And yeah, yeah. But it was good. It was a good. It's, it's a good Saturday. Do you hear me? It was good. Uh, what else do I have on the list? I oh, I had to. I was thinking about. Oh, do I want to share this or do I not want to share this? And I was thinking like, girl, it's season three, and I've been so. I've told y'all shit that I've like 
you know, probably <laughs> shouldn't have said. But you know what? Fuck it. We fuck it. What is it? We ball till we fall. Let me take a sip for this one. <laughs> so I get really thirsty because of all this talking. So on this week has been like a really emotional week for me. I have, and I won't say this week, I, I had an emotional Thursday, I'll say. And I, it started off good. Like my Thursday was good. I was in a good, you know, good mood, good spirits, seemed fine. Uh, there was a situation with a kiddo and I had to like literally pull them away from a kid or whatever. And I've worked in a classroom where it's, um, students who have like social emotional challenges and things like that right like they can't control their anger or they have like a lot of anxiety like it's not really cut and dry like you know um and obviously this is not a room of 30 kids this is like a small group and it is um uh layered with support as far as adults in the room so i wasn't it wasn't unfamiliar but for some reason, like, it impacted me, the fact that I had to grab a black boy and, like, take him and, like, physically, you know, make sure that he's safe, right? Um, but I think being in that space and seeing that student in that mode, it was very, it was a lot for me. And I, it was crazy because, like I said, I've seen it before. Like, it wasn't new to me. But I think me having like even me just doing it and like my my, like you go either fight or flight and I was like oh no I gotta help this child like I just instantly it wasn't even hesitation I was like I have to help this kid right I have to help this kid stay safe and also what that other I just can't have this be a bigger situation like I need to make sure all parties are safe and so in doing that like I think obviously I just kicked in took the kid whatever separated in the building and I don't know. It just was different, bro. It was the look of that, the look in that, that child's eyes was like different. And it just, it messed me up. And I didn't realize it messed me up. And so after that, I took my kids to, you know, got support and was able to go back and then take my kids to lunch. And I felt like, wow. Like it was still like, okay that happened right and I I just like I didn't know what to do right with myself and I think constantly I think as teachers or caretakers I think we are constantly thinking about de-escalating somebody else right and bringing somebody else down to a their baseline or a calm level where they can like function right and I never really think about de-escalating myself right I just like I'm always on go and so in that moment I was like oh no 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 I I was like so like uh I I don't want to say hot like angry right but I was just I felt very sensitive and I guess in that moment so I went upstairs and I'm not a crier y'all I don't cry often my therapist tells me it's like you gotta cry more and it's like I can't like I really can't and went in my classroom put my blinds down and keep in mind I'm supposed to have a meeting with my supervisor (laughs) at this time go in my room close my door 
and just go to town. Do you hear me? Like just crying, just like profusely crying. And I've, and also I've never cried in front of uh, people at work. So this is like fresh. And I like, for me to cry in front of you, one, I couldn't control it. Like my, I literally just, in order for me to come back down from being so like um, escalated. And I think when we think about escalated, escalation we think of like oh I'm angry no it's just like when your emotions are just really high and so in from in that instance for myself and so um, she comes in and I'm like hey like I can't like I can't <laughs> right and like I wasn't able to like put it in the chat because obviously like I'm literally physically like making sure this kid is not like harm to himself and so she was kind of like out of the loop she wasn't really sure what was going on but I it just messed me up y'all and I was tears do you like tears and just (sighs) and just like just felt like it was it was like so much and nonstop. fun fact about me is when I cry I can't because I don't cry often it's like a oh I it's I'm, I'm gonna be crying all day I just knew it so I'm crying I'm crying and I also felt like these tears are not just for the situation, right? Like after the fact, um, like in, in having a conversation with uh, those are the people I, I, I care about and, you know, kind of get me was like, that was just that thing pushed it over the edge and made it like, okay, and boom, here we go. And just a lot, right? So then from there, I'm running on pure adrenaline at that point, right? Then I go from that uh, recess or whatever, and they had, uh, what do you call it? They had lunch, and then they came back up. I know it was a it was a sharp turnaround. I remember that. And so they came back up, and I literally had to just, oh, actually, no, it was a recess, and then it was uh, like a, a small period. So I like teach the beginning of math before they go into lunch and then their enrichment activity or whatever. And when I tell you I was on a high, I was like running on adrenaline. I was going through, my pacing was great. Keep in mind, I have my content lead. So this is the person from like the regional office who like overlooks math department and content. She uh, co-teaches with me Thursday and Friday star i'm telling you they they not playing they for real with theirs and my uh supervisor was in there all day as well and so it just already felt like a lot of pressure you know what i mean like you got two motherfuckers watching you you can't you can't slip up you gotta be tight and i think it's not like they said anything to me but just their presence alone i'm like oh i gotta be sharp so there was that so I'm running on adrenaline trying to get through this lesson keep in mind I never had a second to decompress and like de-escalate myself so I'm going recess there and I'm just pumping things out I'm like okay now I'm in a staple it was just so much and so then after I sent the kids to lunch and they did that um that's when I had the moment where I just let it all out and it I just after I let it out y'all it just never stopped (laughs) never stopped then the kids came back and oh this eyelash is like not rocking with me right now after they came back you can tell when somebody's been crying so my kids I know my kids were like could tell that I've been crying and that like I look like I'm off and 
I think my personality is very, you could tell, it's very easy to tell when I'm off or um, I'm not feeling a hundred because I'm so extroverted and my personality is so like hot and cold, right? There's no middle with me. Like I'm either really great or I'm like shitty and not feeling it. And, um, I was just struggling and I felt like the le- I was teaching shitty and the kids weren't getting it. And keep in mind, like, off, this was the one time I would, this is the first time in this classroom this year that these kids did not get a thing of what I was saying. And what I was teaching y'all was using a number line with fractions. And so obviously that is very complex. I don't even recall learning that in third grade, but whatever. It was just a hard lesson. And in that moment, I was just so full of like emotions and so sad and so overworked. And like, I could laugh at it now because it's like, girl, that was a day. And I was so hard on myself. I was just like, damn, like they're not getting it. What am I not doing? Like I'm, I'm doing the things right. I'm using the vocabulary partition. That means cut, right? I'm using the, oh, use the partition anchor. Like I'm literally working like a dog. You hear me day and night. This is this is one of those moments that they not touching the fucking coffee pot that I I okay and I'm doing the things I'm running through it and I'm thinking I'm keeping everything that they've told me in the past all the feedback they've told me in the past and I'm like hey I'm I'm running through it and doing it and I heard them like you know when you like already kind of self conscious about yourself and like the shit you're doing so when motherfuckers laugh and they don't necessarily need to be laughing at you but it's like you're laughing in my vicinity I I, I was like oh no they're laughing at me because I'm doing such a fucking shitty job that's what I felt and I was just like nope correct you got to get through it you got to get through it and I got through it I was able to get them to an exit ticket and I um when they were doing the exit ticket I was like please y'all I just need y'all and my kids know like when I'm like joking ha 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 it's whatever but when I'm dead serious I was just like hey y'all I need y'all to do your exit ticket at level zero for 10 minutes go and they were like yes ma'am and I just felt so freaking defeated y'all I was just like yo this day turned out to be trash um it's not good throw the whole day away very emotional keep in mind I'm going in and out I'm not crying in front of my kids but they can see my eyes they see my eyes are like pink (laughs) you know what I mean my like shit is buffed up like they see that it was a day and so finally uh I just like I'm like hey there's two other adults in here I'm gonna pop out and just kind of take care of myself I was locked I locked myself in the bathroom and I just cried like I just like could not stop finally I was to the point where I was like in the mirror like you was smart you was kind you was beautiful like I'm saying affirmations to kind of get myself together like nothing was helping you hear me like nothing so finally I was like all right cool let me take a breath I go and I think I'm ready to go back in the classroom and then one of the the one of my work colleagues or whatever was like hey you want me to go in there for you and I was like yeah please and started crying again and I was like you got to be shitting me and and I I go whatever I do it and I uh Eventually, I was just like, no, I need to talk to my supervisor because I wasn't feeling it. I just wasn't feeling the vibe. And I need a name for her. Like, hey, I'm having a moment, but 
I'm, I just wasn't feeling that. And I don't know what that was, but let's not do that again. Right. It was like the snickering, the cackling. And it wasn't like, when I say cackling, I'm not like, ah, ha, ha. like they weren't doing shit like that. But it was like little things like they would whisper to each other and walk away and then laugh. You know what I mean? It's like little shit that like that, that if you're already feeling self-conscious about like what you're doing, it makes it even, it makes you feel even shittier. And so I had a conversation with her and she was like, hey, I think she's like, I'm not, she was like, thank you for telling me one. But she was like, I think it's not that. Like, you were actually doing everything right. Like, we, you were fine. You're okay. And I think you were just in a space where you were very, like, at your peak, right? Where I was, like, very high as far as emotions. And so everything, I was looking at everything microscopic and really hard on myself and X, Y, and Z. And so I say all that to say, like, woof, that was a day, right? Like, this week was fine that was that's that one day that I was just like a hot mess but I say that because we, we don't get you know I, all my stories got a lesson you hear okay I say all that to say is like I struggle with in the workplace personal I could I'm so good at naming like hey I need some time we'll do like I gotta take care of me but in the workspace I feel like I just gotta be a sister soldier all the time and like oh no I gotta thug through it and it's like no I needed a moment and so it's okay for me to be like hey I need a second like I'm feeling very overwhelmed and I need to de-escalate myself I need to go get some air I need to pop out like I'm not feeling like right and I I and it's never gotten that bad. Like I've always, I've had moments, right? Like you're, you get frustrated, you get angry, or you get aggravated, and it could be with like staff, it could be with kids. You know what I mean? You always have those moments, but it's never something where it's like this big. And I think I'm a firm believer. Like things in our life, life, <laughs> things in our lives occur for a reason, right? There's a purpose behind it, and it is up to us to kind of like decipher and decode like what was the lesson in it. And for me, I what I took away from that situation was that I need to take care of myself, right? And in order to take care of myself, I need to step out of spaces that are not conducive to me at that moment. It was not helpful for me to teach my kids in that space and being so um, emotional and just filled with a lot of feelings, right? And... Like, I even had moments where I had to catch myself because I was like, I don't want to yell at the kids. I don't want to, you know what I mean? Like, they weren't participating. When I say it was the worst, like, my kids weren't participating. It was like, it felt flat. And it wasn't because of my teaching. Like, I literally had two other people saying, no, you were doing the things, right? It was just, it's hard. They don't get it. You got to be gracious with yourself. And so, it was, um, it was so, like, it was a day. So I need to learn how to like name like, hey, I'm not feeling, I'm not in the space. I'm not good. I need to pop out. I need to take a break. And, you know, I I say this to everybody else. Like you don't get a award for, you know, <laughs> not, you don't get an award for keep, like pushing through shit, you know, like nobody's giving you a bonus for that. Not getting extra money for that. And so really understanding like I need to take my time. I need to take my breaks. I need to do what is best for me and, and conducive for me because that is ultimately what is going to be helpful for my kiddos and the people that are um that I work alongside with and so that was like eventful um something else that happened this week because I'm telling you work was popping you hear me 
Um, I feel like I said you hear me like 30 times. I'm going to stop. <laughs> so that was Thursday. Friday, I came in. I was I, I had a good sleep because I spent half the goddamn day crying. So I had a good sleep. I exerted all the energy and I got, you know, next day woke up and Friday felt good. Like, obviously, the kids are like, oh, is Miss Craig good? Like, you know what I mean? What mood is she on? Like, is she better? Um, and I had tutorials that day, too, like after school tutoring. And so I could tell, like, not all my kids, but I could tell my kids were, like, tiptoeing around me. They were like, nah, I'm not even trying to talk to her because she kind of, you know what I mean? She got her own shit going on. And um, which also made me feel like, fuck, I didn't, like, I should have just popped out. I should have took my time and popped out, which I did, but too late. But anyway, so Friday come or whatever. I'm in a better mood. I just feel like, all right, I have my refreshing cry. I'm good to go. I'm good to go for the rest of the year because I cry about like maybe once or twice a year. And um, Friday happen- comes. I, I've said this <laughs> three times, but we're at recess. I'm going to set the mood. We're at recess. My kids are playing, having the time of their life. They ball in. Okay, you hear me? Having a ball. And two of my kids collide. And when I say collide, I mean like boom. Like it was like, Watching it was like, oh, damn, like two rams kind of going into each other. And it was, our, you heard the thing too. And I was just like, ooh, that can either go left or right. Now, I am somebody who has seen kids, I mean, hit their head on a pole and just bounce up like, right? But I've also seen somebody like get their head tapped by, you know, somebody's hand and like, ah, like, you know what I mean? So I was like, I'm going to wait this out. I don't know. You know, I'm going to see what's going on. They then, so I'm watching them. They then come to me and uh, and I see these, one kid had a big, when I tell you a big bump, like lump the size of a golf ball. Another kid had one under his eye and it was like the size of a dang on golf ball as well. So I was like, all right, I sent a kid that was um, not obviously in the collision and to take them to the nurse. Uh, you know, kid, go ahead and take them. And when I tell you, there's nothing that irks me more than somebody playing with my kids. And I think for me, and this is why I feel like I have great rapport with my parents, my students' parents, because they know, like, I, I don't take this lightly, Right. I understand that you are trusting me with your child. And so I know that that's major. That's big. You are trusting me with your child for like eight hours a day for, you know, five days a week, sometimes six. And I just don't take that lightly. That's like a big deal to me. So, and I knew that these two kids were like off. They didn't seem, I was like, for you to hit each other that hard and instantly within minutes have big bumps like that, I kind of knew that they we're gonna have a concussion but I was like hey I'm not a medical professional I don't know but I'm like let me get to them to the nurse as soon as possible before you know they start vomiting getting dizzy and things like that hence why I sent them with somebody too in case one of them fell or they there was somebody there that could you know get them help in the building fast forward you know my kids uh were then transitioning to lunch from recess and so I'm thinking the kids are in the nurse's office still and just kind of like getting taken care of I see my kids down the hallway walking to, you know, walking. And I'm like, why the hell are they walking around? Like, didn't I send them to nurse? So and I'm like in a, I'm ready to fuss at them. And I'm like, but I was like, something told me like, hey, just ask. And I asked the student that I sent um, them with. And I was like, hey, what, you know, what are y'all doing? 
she said and i i, I really i'm i'm very good at i don't want to misconstrue nobody's words i want to make sure i'm saying the shit you said the nurse said to come find you for a form huh come find me for a form <sighs> i was pissed so then i and, and the kids could see it too i was like come with me i'm gonna be the goddamn form and i walked down and at this point uh I, i'm walking to the nurse and at this point I, I feel like a mama who you know they kid was you know some kid said oh some kid pushed me and they going outside to see the kid that pushed me so I'm walking down the hallway and I walk to the nurse and I was like, hey, I sent these two where we says I don't have a paper. I don't have the form, but I'll get you that later. These two are not good. They need help. Like you can see the lump and they just don't look good. She was like, oh, but she kept talking about the goddamn form. And I was just so angry because I'm like, OK, and I like and it's a slow my anger is slow. It's a slow creeper. <laughs> you feel me? Like I, I give people a chance. All right okay all right she took it to the hoop and slam dunked it and i was like i don't give a fuck about a form and i said this in front of my kids <laughs> i instantly like i'm not even gonna say instantly regret it i felt good getting that off my chest because she's fucking lazy but one of the kids the because both of the kids are on by uh, one is on each side so one of the kids grabs my hand like a comfort in like, mm, my mama got me. And another kid looking at me like with stars in his eyes now, it could have been the concussion. But he looking at me smiling like, yeah, you, you know, talk that. And I was like, I don't give a fuck about a form. Like these kids are clearly not okay. And so the paperwork shit can happen after. But God forbid these kids would have fell out because they're walking around the school building looking for me because you need a goddamn paper that can honestly wait until later is crazy to me. Later on, I found out. So whatever, the kid stayed there. I, you know, whatever, because I, I laid her out. I was just like, I don't have time. I don't play like that. So I later on, I go upstairs or whatever to fill out this form, and I walk past um, other teachers, and they were like, "Yo, I just saw such and such and such and such. They didn't look good, bro." And I was like, "What do you mean?" And they're describing, and they were like, "They look kind of lost and not lost, like." It was just lost, like, I don't know where I am a little bit. I'm kind of woozy and dizzy type stuff. And I was just like, bro, I already feel, felt like they had concussions. And that just tipped me over because I was just like, okay. Keep in mind, I'm thinking the kids are in the nurse, so I'm thinking she's going to reach out to their families and stuff. Fast forward. It's dismissal time. The kids get the one kid is a pickup, gets in the car. Don't you know the mama called me? Called the front office. Let me rephrase. Live it as she should have been live it how her kid get in the car with a big lump on his face she nurse did not call the nurse did not call and i was just like in that instance i'm like oh you have every right to be peeved at huh that's like my kid coming home with uh, like a broken arm and nobody called me do you like huh so i told i happened to be walking by the front office and i was like tell the mama give her, give her my personal number Parents don't get my personal number. So I was like, give her my personal number. And I uh, ended up having a conversation. She was livid. She wasn't mad at me. She's like, you did your job. You did your part. It's, you know, you passed the goddamn baton. She was supposed to keep running with it. Kind of a thing. And so I say all that to say, like, it bothers me when people, not just ed educators, like, 
but anybody working in a school building and are like lazy and just like don't take kids like serious like having uh being a, a nurse in a school not to say like it's over a nurse in a hospital but it's just it's equally as important right because you are the medical uh what do you call it the medical personnel on on staff like you are supposed to take care of it later on found out the day one of the boys was like uh throwing up and one of the kids was like throwing up and so it has a concussion right like went to the hospital for sure has a concussion and I just was in disbelief and I say that like huh and I realized every day like my mom loved to say and you know People is just so goddamn stupid. Like, I just don't understand how people could be so stupid. I didn't understand that until, like, now. Like, I'm at an age where I'm just like, how how are you not taking that serious? How do you not understand, like, this is not a game and this is, like, for life, for real? It was weird. So, my week, that's how my week went. And I was turned up, turned up towards the end of the week. The beginning of the week was great, but turned up towards the end. Um, now let's get into the real Shazam because my week, dang, my week was crazy, and that was just two days, bro. Yeah, two days that was just Thursday, Friday. Well, the life of a teacher, you know. Um, let's get into rejection. I struggle with that. Do you hear me? I do not do well with being told no. Some people say that's because I'm the baby of the family and I'm used to people telling me yes all the time. That could be actually absolutely valid. I'm not going to take nothing away from that. But I struggle with, you know, asking somebody something. And this is not just, I think people think of this like, well, I'm going to ask this person out. And if they, you know, I think we think of rejection in that sense. And rejection is very much so not always that. It can very much so be like, I signed up for this thing. Uh... I don't know. I don't really know if that's rejection. If you signed up for something and then you're waiting for it or you're on the wait list for it or whatever and then it ends up not happening for you. I don't know if that's rejection. I guess as being so no, I don't think that would be classified as rejection. But I am just struggling with not getting my way. I think that's the best. Not rejection, but more so not getting my way and not things not falling into place how I want it to fall. So, as y'all know, if you tuned into the No Clearance Podcast, I am getting a dog. Well, I was. And I was so excited. I went on um, Good Dog, which is this website that has all these breeders. And so, you type in, like, the breed you would like. And so, I typed in Cavaboo. They're so fucking cute and adorable. And we got the same, like, hair kind of. Like, their hair is, like, red and curly. So, I was like, oh. And I love that because, you know, how people say your dog is, like, a reflection of the owner that cavapoo definitely was or cavapoo definitely cavapoos definitely are so i found this breeder and like really good like hit it off i'm very much so like relationship based like i need to have some type of rapport relationship with you to like you know purchase work with you you know things of that nature found one i applied to two different breeders and one breeder kind of responded right away well not right away but within like I think the next day and was just so enthusiastic and they had like a quiz prior to like a not a quiz but an application process so you answer a couple questions 
and then you you answer a couple questions and then you um uh get approved or not and so I answer the questions and the questions are not crazy like it's like what do you do for work what do you do when you're for hobbies um how like active are you are you somebody that's like always in the house do you work from home do you mind going on walks multiple times a day? like things like that which would kind of reflect you know obviously how your dog would like you know the kind of environment your dog would be in and uh why you want a dog and things like that right and so I did that got the application got matched we hit it off me and the home girl were like we're besties and was like okay cool like you're um they do it like drafts <laughs> so I was the second pick for a boy and so I was super excited and I'm gonna do a vlog about this because I have so many things I'm I probably could do a video about like what you should get a starter kit for you know bringing a dog home or a puppy home but I bought all this stuff off Amazon like I bought a crate I bought a bed I bought a couple of toys um I got like leashes I got shampoo like I got pads like I got so many things for my dog because I was so like I'm getting a dog in March right birthday gets myself fun fucking fact the dogs are not cavapoos <laughs> let me say that again the dogs <laughs> not cavapoos so cavapoos is a mixed breed so it's a breed between a king charles spaniel i think and a poodle and so obviously it's like should be 50 50 you would think so the woman ended up giving getting the dog's dna tested or whatever and they're 100 percent king charles now when people ask me oh what's a king charles dog i tell them lady in the train i think lady was a king charles dog i hopefully i'm saying that right king I think it's king charles i forget i think it's king charles spaniel spaniard if i'm not mistaken so apologized to me said the whole like oh my god i'm so sorry yada 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 whatever and i was just like oh. and crazy part is what the day before she sent me that message one of my students was like oh miss correct like aren't you getting your dog next month and you know because i told my dogs i was like yeah i told my dogs i told my kids i was like yeah i'm getting a dog mm -hmm. don't talk to me i'm getting a dog and they were excited like i showed them pictures of the dog um and like the dog breed and so you know showing them they helped me pick out the toys like my kids were like you know they were excited so she was like oh i should get your dog next month and i was like yeah yeah she's like oh you should do a countdown on a whiteboard or whatever and I had all these plans. I was like, oh, because I plan on getting a camera for the dog. So I was like, oh, during independent work, if they're rocking it out, you know, putting the camera so they could see the live stream of like what he was doing and things like that. Like I had this planned out. So the, to hear the next day, like actually, sis, like they're not Cavapoos. And so I don't know what you want to do. And I was just like, damn, like so sad because I was like really excited about getting this dog in March and like making plans and things like that and huh, things not going my way <laughs> and so I was very upset not at her obviously I feel like yes we can sit here and be like how the hell did this happen like you know you're a breeder figure that out but a part of me was just like I feel like it was meant to happen this way right I think I mentioned before and that like I mentioned earlier like I think things happen for a reason like things are not happening for the sake of like 
you know, while the world's against you, no, things happen for a reason. I'm very adamant on that. Prime reason. Uh, I would be getting my dog in March. I would still be doing tutorials with my kiddos Monday through Thursday. And that means like my dog would be home longer without, you know, going for a walk. He would have to wait a little longer and be like confined in the playpen longer. Like, you know what I mean? And so I was already kind of thinking about like, oh, what am I going to do when I get him? Like, am I going to bring him to my friend's house? Am I going to bring him to a daycare? Like already trying to figure out like, what am I going to do? And so I feel like, yes, although I am sad, I'm not getting him in March and like very upset because, <laughs> well, not upset, but disappointed, I, I guess. Um, I feel like it happened for a reason. Like I'm not meant to have the dog yet and I need to kind of like gather my things. When I say gather my things, like make sure that I have everything for him. I don't have like a carrier. What is that called? I think a crate. Like, you know, I don't have the cameras. Like there's things that are not necessity but it's nice to have right so like when he does when I do get him it won't feel like damn I don't have everything like everything will be set in stone at that point and so I did tell the lady I would uh she gave me a choice she was like hey you can I have some recommendations of people you can go to or you can wait you can go on the wait list and like wait out until you know they have their next batch and I decided, I took a minute to think about it because y'all, I was just like, hey, I built this rapport, this relationship with you. Like, you know, you follow me on Instagram, okay? And she watches my stuff on Instagram too, let me tell you. So it's not like she just follow, we follow each other and nothing. Like, nope, she watches my story. She like, you know, reacts to my stuff. Like, she's very much involved and we talk. Like, I won't say every day, but we have conversation like, you know, it's just, it doesn't feel like it's a transactional thing. Do you know what I mean? So I was like, okay, I made the decision to stay. And I was like, I'll be on the wait list. I think we've kind of come to a point where we build like this mutual business relationship where I trust you. I have like a great level of trust with you. And I think you could have been shysty and um, been like, yeah, this is a here you go. Right. And then I would have been like, mm, what's going on? You know? Um, so it's like, I have this level of trust with you. I don't want to have to rebuild that with somebody else, rush the process of getting a dog and then things go wrong. I feel like when you're rushing and you're like, my mom likes to call it fever. When you have fever for things, like things go wrong and it goes left. So I was like, no, I'm going to say, I'm going to remain patient and, uh, I'm going to pray on it and, um, I'll just go on the wait list. But I was just so freaking devastated, y'all like devastated. I was just like, Oh, like, and when I tell you, I, I bought, um, uh, <laughs> I bought like these little dog tags. Oh, and they're so freaking cute. But then this is another one. I bought these cute dog tags. I bought two because they said, um, you know, just in case he loses one or he gets damaged or whatever. Like, I have another one with like the information or whatever. And don't you know, I was supposed to get it today, fun fact, and did not come and got returned to the, um, the people I bought it from because they wrote my, I think they wrote my address or something wrong. Like if God is not telling me, Hey baby, this is not time. <laughs> I don't, you know, I just don't know. I don't know. He's telling me it's not, it's not time sis. you, this is not really the time or place for you to kind of be dealing with this. So I, I say all that to say, like I'm struggling with things not going my way. I think I'm handling it well, though. I think I'm being very good about, you know, being firm in my 
things happen for a reason. I'm going to trust the process, right? And I think I'm being tested. I'm really good for saying, oh, no, trust the process. But now I'm being tested of it. And I think I'm doing a pretty damn good job because I, you know, I was like, okay, well, you know, cool. That gives me time to like, you know, get my money up or save and, and think about, okay, realistically y'all I didn't want to get a dog while I was in this apartment not because it's not big enough like I feel like it's definitely big for a cavalry like it's not a German Shepherd type but um I was just like no I want my dog to have a yard and like I want to be in a condo kind of a vibe with a, a decent sized yard where my dog can like I could just send him out he run and play kind of a thing and um I feel like maybe this is that happening and kind of like giving me time to arrange those things so yeah you know really recentering myself definitely still getting a goddamn dog I want my cavapoo I already got a name for him and everything and um so I'm definitely still getting a dog the timeline is just pushed back but we're being flexible we're being flexible and we're pushing we're rolling with it this week I've you know this month has been just like we're only 11 days in and it's just been like back to back to it's just been one thing after the other but we're rolling with it and we're staying positive so woo that was all of that to say it's about to be valentine's day by the time this comes out valentine's day will have passed so you're probably wondering <laughs> y'all probably not wondering this but casey what, what are you doing for valentine's day i am not doing a goddamn thing i've never been somebody that was like really big on valentine's day so i i just see it as um another day in my opinion um would it be nice for if i had a significant other for them to you know give me flowers chocolates and things like that like of course but i'm not uh i'm not counting down like oop, four more days five more days like i'm not counting down for valentine's day like i was just never <laughs> I don't know. I should ask the the my ex partners. I don't think I was ever big on, like obviously you should make me feel special every day, but like if you want to show me a get me a token or something extra that day, that's cool. But I was never big on it. So your girl is currently single, not mingling at all, and so I am trying to really create a Galentine's. I want to do a Galentine kind of event. But I got to figure out what that's going to look like. My friends are very aggravating. And so they're shaky and flaky. Well, not flaky, but they just like, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. And in a day of crickets, nothing. They're aggravating, very much so. So I know that we mentioned going to the vineyard. I just want to do, I want to do something, but it, like with my girls, you know, like Valentine's doesn't, Valentine Day does not have to be this thing where, you are like oh if you don't got a man like oop, that's not for you no it's, you can have a galentine you could do something with your girls your homeboys you could you know what i mean like i think that's a day of like love and it's not just like romantical love like it could be platonic love and just as long as you feel loved and you're giving love to somebody else it shouldn't really matter um so i really don't have no plans i need to really figure that out like i need to get my friends together but i say that to say I was talking to one of my friends about like relationship things. She had mentioned she knows this girl who she just finds to like be very like thirsty. And I think a lot of times when we think of thirsty, we think of men, 
right? Oh, he's so thirsty. But I think women, I'm all about equality, y'all. You hear me? And if I say you hear me, we should, I should probably do a, a count of how many times I say you hear me. Golly. Um, <laughs> we, you know, she has this friend and she's like, yo, she's just so pressed for love that she accepts love that is like shitty and not good for her. And I think I could, um, uh, what do you call that? I could empathize with that because I think I am finally in a space where I'm, I can say, and I feel like I just don't care about having a nigga right now. And but I also think like I had to go through phases of dumb choices, dumb decisions, and not knowing my worth ish in order to get to this point where I'm like, yeah, I'm not phased by not having a Valentine or I'm not phased by not having a partner or people, someone that I can like, you know, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not like pressed that I don't, I'm not dating someone at the moment. Um, and she asked me, she was like, how did you get there? Like, how did you get to that point? Sorry, I'm like stuffed up out of nowhere. And I think, in my opinion, and when I say these things, I say it speaking for myself and I don't expect this to be anybody's like truth, um, but my own. But I think you have to really figure out your worth. I think for me, there was a period in time last year, I will say like recently where I was like, oh, I'm okay with casual sex. Like, I'm cool with that. Like, you know, we can do cash. And in my mind, you know, saying that I was cool with it, in that moment, I felt like, yeah, I was. Like, oh, I'm a dog. I, rough. I'm a big bad wolf kind of a thing. And like, oh, I don't, you know, I don't need no relationship. I don't need nothing attached. Like, I could just, you know, casually date and mingle. <laughs> and I got to a point where... I had to realize like the emptiness I felt from that of like being with someone physically, but not being with them emotionally. And I, and what I mean by that is like, I'm sharing uh, energy with you, like sexual, physical energy with you, but that's it. Like I, and after it's done, like, yeah, we chat and talk like, right. Pillow talk, but then you go about your business I go about mine right we're not texting all the time we're not texting you know what I mean throughout the day or whatever it's not like that kind of a thing or it is but it's not you know and being in situations that are toxic and tolerating people that are liars and not a quality of man that I know I deserve and you know just tolerating a lot right and so I got to a point and I, I could not I cannot tell you well I can I can tell you exactly when it just like no <laughs> no I was dealing with this um guy who's younger than me and for me I've never oh my god I've never dated anybody younger than me for real for real like I've oh I'm <laughs> I gotta say it again later when I'm like not laughing but because I had uh, a thing in my head but I've never dated no one younger than me so I struggle with the age thing right like this guy was younger than me so maturity level you know they say guys don't mature till 25 he was under 25 and also same sign as me y'all know how I am about the zodiac 
Um, not that I'm like verbatim, like, oh, you, I can't date her, whatever. Um, even though I feel that way about Virgos, cannot. Did it once, mm-mm. Actually, I did it twice, but mm-mm, good. And this is the first time I'm dating somebody younger, also the same sign as me. Literally, our birthdays are days apart and just very alike in a lot of ways. And it was like a mirror image. And funny that he would be the one to kind of like give me this lesson of like life and like love or whatever. But it was cool. It started out, you know, chatting, like getting to know each other, whatever. Obviously developed into being with one another in that way. And at first I was like, yeah, yeah, this is cool. This is great. Like, I love it. And then I developed like feelings, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like I need to. And I, I, I now own it. Right. Like I am somebody like you look at me. Oh, I'm thinking of our wedding. Do you hear me? Like I'm thinking of our wedding, the song we're going to play on our dance. You know what? What our color scheme is like. I am that girl. And I've owned that. Like, I think I've fought it for so long that I'm to the point where I own it. Working on it, right? Not being so, like, eager to, like, essentially have your babies in my head. But thinking that through. And so realizing, like, oh, I'm, like, really feeling this guy. And I am now mixing what we do, the vibes we catch. <laughs> with how we're like how we're feeling for one another right and so I think he was somebody who was just like yo I'm just trying to out, I'm, I'm out here just trying to slay okay I'm out here just try, trying to catch vibes and live life and as he should like he is under 25 like I am over 25 and so the things we're looking for are very different and I think um that is like another added layer and I told myself, I was like, no, 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 I can handle it. I can do it or whatever. And one day I was, one night, I had a couple things to drink. I wasn't messed up to the point where I was like twisted, but I was definitely like, I had no business like having the conversation I had with him. And I had a conversation, was talking or whatever, and just needed, and this is not the first time this occurred. He just needed a lot of affirm, affirming right and I'm a big person on if you want me to fulfill your love language pour into you you need to be pouring into me as well and so I always felt like he just wanted to be affirmed all the fucking time just like wanted like wanted kudos all the time like about whether it was his job or like you know personal like just wanted kudos all the time and wanted to be affirmed every time we had a conversation. It wanted to like, oh, look what I did. And it was like, oh, good job. I'm proud of you. Like, wanted that all the time. And yes, I'm not saying, I'm not complaining about doing it. But I am complaining that it wasn't equal, right? Like, I'm giving you a lot. I'm pumping out a lot of love, right? I'm like, heart, 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 love, love, love. And I'm not getting that same energy back. And so I felt like, well, damn, I'm giving you a fucking lot and I'm not getting anything. So that thing, that was something that bothered me and it did bother me for a while. And this particular night, it was the thing that kind of like, it was the last drop that kind of made the water overflow the cup. It was, what did he, what, what was the statement that was said? He was like, came to be, he was like, oh, am I just like pure convenience 
because I'm the only like guy involved or am I the best you've ever had? Something to that effect, right? I don't remember. I don't know. I also deleted the text messages so I can't even look it up to like, you know, check the receipts. And, and he's also blocked off everything. So that should just tell you something. And when I tell you that bothered me, I was just like, what? Keep in mind, like, I'm very much so like, men I, I come into contact with men I, I vet them out like I'm not going to entertain you for the sake of saying oh I got five niggas on the roster no I'm not doing that I've done that before and it's just it, it exerts a lot of energy and it just aggravates the hell out of me because it's like ooh, you're not that special it doesn't take a lot to peeve, piss me off so I just I don't I'm not into that whatever and so it was in him saying that that I was just like huh like that's absolutely not the case like with this situation but if that's what you're feeling you're absolutely you're good and I don't I think I said something along the lines like no that's not the situation whatever so in his mind he's thinking like all right bet cool we're good and I was like I took Drake's advice and he was like hey sleep on it if you wake up and you still kind of like feeling some type of way about it then you kind of get into you know then you make moves so I slept on it also keep in mind I was you know, taking it back a couple. So I was just like, let me chill. Whatever, pass out. And then I wake up and I'm still, it's still like burned, singed in my brain, what he has said. And I was just like, you know what? It's not even that deep. It's not that deep. I'm not going to sit here and stroke somebody's ego for what? Do you know what I mean? You don't provide, you literally don't add nothing to my life. You have done the bare of the barest of the barest minimum it doesn't make sense for me to continue to pour into you and give you my time and energy and make you feel good about yourself like oh I got this you know 20 something you know <laughs> fine 20 something girl like on my you know back or kind of you know hyping me up telling me you know that I'm doing a good job and yada no I'm good I'm good so in that moment I just cut that off blocked him off everything um I like, I mean, Twitter, uh, tick, like, I don't even follow him on Twitter or TikTok, but I was like, just in case I don't want to pop up on your shit, blocked him off those things, blocked him off IG, um, I, I didn't have him on Facebook, but I blocked him off everything, I was like, I don't want you to have access to me, because I'm in this season, as far as, like, love, where I'm like, you will not, I repeat, you will not have access to me if you didn't know how to take care of me or how to treat me when you had me, you don't deserve to have access to me. You know, and I got into a conversation with, you know, people that was like, oh, I don't block people. I want them to see me flourish. You have every right to feel that way. I'm not that girl. I'm not that type of girl. I need you to block, be blocked off everything. I don't need, I need to be a hallucination. I need the only thing for you to know about me is the, the images you have in your head or the memories or whatever you got in your head. That's it. So after that situation, I kind of like felt like okay you know what maybe I'm not ready or maybe I can't do casual sex right I can't and I think if you are also somebody who's like find mm, somebody else to do it when it comes to casual sex I think that's fine I think there was a point in time in my life where I could and I was just like out here living life and not to say I was you know catching too many vibes cause you know we we, we safe around these parts but I just felt like, no, I just don't want to do this. It's exhausting. 
I know my worth and I also don't want to put too much mileage on the car if you catch my drift. And I also am a firm, very firm believer and some people think, you know, agree with me, some people don't. I think that when you are intimate with somebody, you are allowing them into your spirit, into your soul, right? And so if you are just casually giving that away, giving that pieces of you, you know what I mean? To somebody who may give a fuck about you, may not, you're allowing their energy to come into you and manifest into you. And you don't need that, in my opinion. So after that, I, after I cut off that situation, I was like, I'm really cool on just <laughs> niggas. I am good. Men all together, I am okay. And it's the first time I could say, like, I firmly, I'm not. And I know I've said this in other seasons, but I've never felt this from the pits of my soul. I do not care about a man. And not to say, like, I don't wish to get married. Like, I just don't give a fuck about that right now. I don't. I'm going to look straight in the camera and say it again. I do not give a fuck about a man. Like, I'm not looking for that. I'm not pressed for that. And I think it's okay. And I think, you know, as women, we are kind of told, like, oh, your biological clock or whatever. That's fine. What I'm not going to do is because my biological clock is ticking, right? Because I'm getting older, I'm going to settle for some foolishness and some disrespect and some belittlement. No. For what? It's for an illusion of, like, to say, oh, I got one. Look at me, y'all. I got one. Like, no. And I think as a, and I'm talking to my women when I say this, as a woman, you got to know what is worth more. The ability to say you got a man or your self-worth. And I say this to say, like, I was I was once on the side of, like, the ability to have a man is worth more than my self-worth and my self-love. And myself, and the, the way I value myself. And I'm just, I'm no longer doing it. Let me tell you. And I really don't. And, it, you know, it's crazy because I've dealt with, prior to him, I've dealt with dudes that were, um, that probably should have turned the switch on for me. But I think it was also my investment in this guy, right? And, like, feeling... Like there was hope there. There was potential. And so I think feeling that sense of rejection, I think, in a way, of like, you're not giving me what I want. You're you're you you're saying you know what I want almost, and you're not giving it to me. Right. And I think that level of rejection is it sucks. Like I struggle with rejection. This is why I can't, you know, my friends are like, oh, go up to that dude and you know, nope, I do not do well with rejection. And it's something I'm working on. Like, real talk, y'all, I really am because I know rejection is normal. Like, all those no's are the, you know, all the no's you're getting is just a result of you getting closer to the yes, right? And I get that. I understand that. But, well, to a certain extent, but I think it's easier to say that than it is to, like, live that and do that. So, damn. I don't know. I just think it was just that final one. I was like, yep, I'm cool. I don't need to dating. And I've told y'all dating is trash now. Like you can't go on hinge. You can't go on black. You can't go on Tinder. Well, Tinder is like a sex playground, but I'm convinced that all the dating apps are really just playgrounds for people to, you know, fornicate and just find a fornicating, uh, partner, a partner to fornicate with whatever, you know? 
And I think at one period in time, like, could you find me on there on some foolishness? Absolutely. You could have. I'm not going to act like I'm above that. But I think in the space I am now, I just can't do it. I can't do it and I won't do it. And so, you know, I told my friend that I'm like, it really is something that your friend or you as, and this is not like a woman thing, but you as a person, you just have to know, like, I am worth so much more than just a body. I'm worth so much more than just pleasure, right? And I think for me, I've learned that love is not just the pleasure, right? Love is pleasure, pain, um, some levels of like, you know, joy, some levels of sadness. Like it's a mixture of all emotions. So if you're only getting one thing out of somebody or one uh, feel out of somebody, not to say it's not love. Well, I'm going to be honest. Sometimes it's not love. If you're only getting pleasure from somebody, right? And you're only around them for the good, good times. That's not love. That's convenience. And for me, I refuse to be anybody's convenient partner or convenient person. Um, and I think you ultimately have to have your own kind of like limit. You have to have your own point where you're like, hell fucking no, I'm not doing that no more. It's not working for me. I'm not, I'm good. And when you say that, and you're going to know it too. Like I could say, I knew in that moment that was the, I'm good. You know what I mean? Because I knew instantly the feeling I felt. I felt like it hit me like a rejection. Like, oh damn, you think so fucking little of me? Like you think like I'm not out here popping shit? Like you think I'm out here and I don't got the sauce? Like, you know what I mean? And then you think about all the thing, all the ways and feelings you're trying to provide this person, right? Like I'm trying to make you feel joy. I'm trying to make you feel support. I'm trying to make you feel good about yourself, proud of yourself and all these things. And you're only providing me that pleasure or that instant gratification of like that anxious kind of love or likingness, you know, where it's like, Ooh, is he going to text me? Okay. It's been a day. Oh damn. It's been two days. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, he texted me back. I don't, ever want to feel like I have to like question or wonder about love or a connection I potentially have with somebody and I think ultimately once you get to a space where that is no longer enough for you that part-time connection that part-time love that part-time um commitment or not non-commitment you gotta know to bow out and I think we all have a threshold and obviously I'm not here to judge nobody in like Oh girl, I'm still fucking with Leroy from around the way. And that's all that's your prerogative, bro. Like that is your business, your prerogative. I just know for myself, like I reached that point where I'm like, no, I really want to be I know my partner is somebody who is kind, who is loving, who is passionate, somebody who is um uh empathetic uh person inside out, somebody who is genuine, somebody who speaks my language and understands me and doesn't want me to change like you know what I mean like I know my person's out there and I haven't met them yet and I don't want to also be in a toxic situation and be blinded by that toxic situation where I don't find or I pass my person you know what I mean so I you know if you are somebody who's kind of like in that limbo state of like yo this is not for me but I like don't have nothing else it this too shall pass I don't know what to tell you like you just gotta let that go and I think like once I let that situation go 
I realized like things were like life felt good. Do you know what I mean? Like I think we think like, oh, if I let this person go, life's gonna be miserable. I'm gonna be sad. I'm gonna be lonely. No, like life felt good. I was like, yeah, I'm back on my shit. Like I'm back focusing on work. I'm doing what I need to do for myself. I'm back on my podcast shit. I'm making sure I'm creating content. Like my focus instantly changed and got to where back on track. And I think sometimes, and I think that's the other thing too, is you know you're with your person when it doesn't feel like, oh, I have to scrap everything I'm doing because I got to focus on him and and give this person, and it may not be him, but I got to focus on this person and give this person my energy and my time because if I don't, then they're going to fly away type stuff, you know? And it's like, no, you know what your person when you can do your podcast, do your YouTube channel, do your content creation, focus on your job, focus on your self-health and your mental health and things like that and still know that they're going to, they're going to be sitting right next to you still. You don't got to keep your eye on him. You know what I mean? Like that SpongeBob episode, he's like, I'm watching you. Like you don't have to do that with your person. Like they're not going to give up on you. And it's something that um, I remember my last uh, session with my therapist, we talked about abandonment, right? And I think that's the other thing I struggled with too. And I never could name it or I never, let me rephrase. I think I could have named it but I think I refuse to address it, right? Like I had abandonment issues. I I've had fear of, you know, being with somebody. And I think it shows more so in my romantical relationships where I have this fear of somebody like, you know, if I'm not doing, if I'm not pouring into that person 110%, they're going to up and leave because I'm not, you know, um, doing my part and I'm not making, I'm not making sure they're happy and satisfied and like, being such a people pleaser in that sense and um you know it was real I was like god damn this was a good episode I mean episode (laughs) this is a good session you know like really just getting that and naming that too and I think there's growth uh in knowing yourself enough do you know what I mean knowing that like hey my my self-esteem a little shitty it's a little shot and that's okay but we're gonna get this thing together and so I say that to anybody. If you are somebody that enjoys casual sex, this is not slander to that. I just think like you got to, if you are somebody who feels like that is not fulfilling you, if you are participating in that and it's like, you feel like this emptiness or like shit, something's off, leave that alone and take time to focus on yourself. Also, I think like when you have fever and when you're thirsty, you're so thirsty for something, that's when it slips out of your hand. Right. It's like if you have a bug, you know, not a bug. Let's say you had something like a balloon in your hand. Right. What happens when you add more and more pressure to it and suffocate it? It pop or it slips out your hand. And I think if you feel like you have to suffocate something or squeeze something tight and put so much pressure on it to like stay and be in your hand and whatever until like kind of morph and mold into the figure or shape you need it to be. Maybe that's not meant for you. You know, um, I'm more, yeah. Damn, that was reflective. That took a while. Let me tell you, that took me a minute because I think I was really on my city girl shit. Like, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm out here. And not to say that I was laying with everybody who had a pulse, right? Because your girl got decorum. <laughs> I'm a lady. But I think for me, I was just entertaining a lot of things that should have been not entertained at all. 
like we gotta dead this like you are actually not a good person for me and just some of them were not good people in general and and not to say like they were like murderers or killers but it was just like you're not a good person you're actually shitty um and you gotta work on that and you gotta kind of develop and grow right like you don't have a job you don't think that's weird you said you were gonna move somewhere then didn't say it's just weird you said you were gonna do you know this thing you're not you said you were a lawyer but you're not a lawyer i looked you up you didn't even do law i think you maybe did law school but that's not even a guarantee that's not a promise um and then you know it's just weird it's like what okay um you said you're gonna take me to brunch and you don't do it it's weird that's awkward you're not you know flaky and you gotta take those moments of like i'm very big on like hey if i text somebody like hey uh, I'm gonna pick you up. I'm gonna take you to. We gonna go to the zoo, right? If that day come and I don't go to the zoo after I initiated that I was gonna take you to the zoo, I think that's corny. It's corny and it's flaky. I did not hold the gun to your head to tell you to. You better take me to the zoo. You better take me to brunch. You better take me on a date. No, if I'm I'm not putting that pressure on you, but you name it and then you flake or you like fall through. You don't mention it. You don't bring it up, and it doesn't happen. I'm looking at you crazy and I'm I'm also I can't trust you I can't trust your word and I can't trust your actions right and so I dealt with plenty of those right and I think truly just trying to like focus on me y'all I you know this is the first valentine's where I'm like not like I said I've never I'm not a press person about the holiday right like I'm not like oh my god I got four days to find somebody but I'm just like you know first time I'm, I'm not like i think drilling it i'm not placing emphasis on it. like damn girl you ain't got a a balance eye. like you know i even made a joke because i saw in my homegirl's classroom she had like a thing like a little sign and it was like oh nine days until valentine's day and i was just like dang i got nine days to find somebody or whatever joking and um she was just like girl yeah she was like you know and i was like yeah like i just don't I wouldn't even have known it was like nine days had she not wrote that on her whiteboard or you know what I mean like I'm just not aware of that and I think it's okay bro like it's really okay if you are single on Valentine's Day if you don't got nobody to do nothing with as far as like romantically then that's fine I am waiting for the day where my man because I'm manifesting this as well one day my man gonna decorate a hotel room for me Mm mm-hmm balloons flowers you know the little pictures on it yeah yeah the whole nine and I told my friend that and she was like you could do that for yourself girl I can't I get it I can't do it for myself but it would be nice to like you know oh baby I got us a hotel oh, okay not thinking of it walk into it <gasps> you know it would be nice that's that's a, a goal of mine one day you know maybe for my birthday it don't gotta be Valentine's Day you know what I mean but yeah your girl mature i mean i'm about to be 29 you hear me i am grown grown as hell um yeah so you know rejection love it's all great we're maturing we're moving with the time we're getting older we're getting wiser we're moving smarter uh what else i think that was all my talking points turn up turn up yeah but thank y'all so much for vibing with me this session like i really was just 
you know, going into this. And I was like, oh, I just want to chat. Um, if you haven't done so already, please tune in to the other three episodes. I have the big bad Beyonce. Ta-da! I have the Leroy and Buki up. Um, I have the leave that there episode so this we we are pumping out these sessions and episodes so please make sure you are tuning in if you have not done so already please make sure you are subscribed subscribed (laughs) to dareful kc yes i am putting my podcast sessions on there but i'm also doing a lot of vlogs um i'm getting ready and mapping out a cooking with me uh, I want to do like a mixology thing, but I feel like I want to do that with one of my friends. I might do that for a Galentine um, episode or whatever. I feel like that'd be cute. But be on the lookout. Just know that on the YouTube channel, it's not just Dare to Talk. It's so much more. So make sure that you are subscribed, that you like things, you're reposting it, share it, share it on your Instagram, share it on Twitter, share it on TikTok, wherever you can. Make sure that you are following me also on all of these all make sure you are following me on all of these platforms as well your girl got an ig i got a tiktok i got a twitter uh i got obviously a youtube follow me on twitter the app is enjoy at enjoy the brunch no capitals and my tiktok and my ig is at kmc underscore 319 the big Pisces, and uh the youtube Hopefully you're watching me on it is at Dareful KC. So make sure that you are subscribed. I am on the road to hundred subscribers. I'm trying to get hundred subscribers. So y'all got to help me out. If you are tuning in on a podcast, Spotify or things like that, please make sure to drop five stars. Cause I'm a five star chick, not a five star. Yeah. Make sure you drop those five stars and a review. Let me know. I'm doing good. Give me that affirmation. Affirm me, please. Cause your girl needs it. I need it in my life, Lord. So please make sure you are tuning in so you don't miss a beat because it's just the beginning. As always, peace, love. Oh, no, is that? No, that's not it. Look, stay blessed. Stay black. Hold on. What is the ending? Oh, okay. Stay blessed. (laughs) Stay black. Peace. All that I can say, do 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 do. Bad bitch, I'm the bar, alien superstar. Whip whip, I'm too classy for this world. Forever, I'm that girl. Ooh, baby, I. Oh, I think I'm still recording on the goddamn garage band. They're going to have fun editing this audio. Love yourself because this shit could get ugly. That's why as fuck niggas get money. Oh, Megan's good. Keep it up. How the fuck I stop this?